Brittany, thank you so much. Your mom, coach, founder of the Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy. Thank you for taking time. I appreciate it. I was I talk about health and wellness and all that, but I never get to talk about the fun creative part. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, I would love to learn a little bit more about the Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy and what made you decide to actually launch that thing? It happened kind of gradually. I would say I wrote my first book and I was home with my baby a lot. So I actually wrote it out of the driver's seat of my car when he would nap. It was like the only time I'd be able to actually put in anything. So I would, I'd write my book, I'd bring my tablet, I'd park the car and write my book. And so wow. I wrote the book and it was all about gut. That was Buddha Belly. And from that, it turned into um, the school that I had gone to didn't really uh, understand gut health or anything. And for me, I'm mental health is man and prevention and all those things. And so I, I introduced it to them and they actually brought on my course. And then over time, I, I very much outgrew them. And um, we didn't see eye to eye on intention. My, I had a real like purposeful intention with what I was doing way more than the financial piece of it. And so yeah. I branched to my own school and we just we evolved like beyond just the gut health training piece and into full coaching and then full business startup and how people could actually execute these skill sets. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Were you always into health and wanting to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. I would say always wanting to be an entrepreneur to some sense. Yes. Since I was a child, I, okay. I would like to play office, which essentially was business. I'd play sure. business and I would, I would create these little businesses and stuff and health and wellness. I was a very overweight kid and I was made fun of, you know, for so much of my life, I'd say a good half of my life. I was very overweight. Um, so wow. I didn't get into really health and wellness until as an adult or, you know, about 19, 20. And then I just evolved over that. And then it was spurred more with, especially too, with severe, you know, anxiety and some depression then it became even more, you know, more about that than just even the superficial piece of not wanting to be overweight and wanting, to, you know, things like that. It became even more just a survival mechanism. Yeah. Since you're on the gut, gut health side of things, where's the best place to get accurate information on gut health? There's so much stuff out there. I'm like, eh, which one's right? Which one's not? I would say that that's a, that's a subjective question. You know, sure. It, it's an area. It's it's so new, so it's evolving and changing and stuff. There's some basics that you're you're gonna see and you're gonna find, but it's changing so much. It's not really that a lot of it is contradictory. It's that there is no black and white. So you know, oh, you're gotcha. gonna have your typical where people tell you to remove certain foods and then and you know do certain healing processes. Mm. Some people can't handle nightshades, which is things like eggplant and tomatoes, whereas somebody else, they're just fine with that. So it's, it, that's where, and that's where when we train our coaches, we kind of train them for different things like autoimmune conditions, et cetera, because they're going to tailor then some of that standard gut information they're going to, to tailor it more directly to the individual they're working with. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's anywhere you can see now, a lot of professionals and stuff are giving great information about gut health. Like, and it is, you know, there's, there's something to be taken from all of it. And then we're all kind of need to be our own advocates and look at our own body and learn how to listen to that. But it's definitely worth doing. Yeah, absolutely. Now you mentioned on your website that you believe that people really have the power to create any life they desire. What do you mean by that? That is my passion is really empowering people in their mindset for, for life and really taking it on. And, and I am a firm believer that you'll be anything that, that we want. And Sadly, I think that we are really born with that innate belief, that subconscious programming, and then it's what we're growing up with, you know, our upbringings and society and et cetera, that kind of untangles you know, tangles that yeah. and, and degrades that belief. Because you watch these people, you know, you watch people from other cultures and stuff move to America, you know, where they're in, you know, like communist countries and stuff, where they're not allowed to be anything besides what they So the thought of going somewhere where they could change and they come here and they start these massive businesses from nothing. 
It's like, yeah. because all of a sudden we're allowed to have this opportunity, we kind of, we're just kind of, some of us just get born into it and we're, we're raised to, to, how are you going to be successful? What do you need to do to make money? What do you need to do that, you know, sounds prestigious? What are you going to go to school for? Like, you, I know I hate to say it, but you don't have to go to college to be successful. When do we ask people what fulfills you? What makes right. you happy? What fulfills you? Because nothing is going to make your life unless you have fulfillment in it. Yeah. And we're capable of, of designing and creating that. And I love to empower that piece of people because I think yeah. they, they don't always know it's there. Absolutely. Now, you just wrote a book, too. It just came out. It's called My Epic Year, Rising from the Ashes, which is an autobiography. It's available on Amazon. But what made you decide to open up and write that book? And, and uh, what inspired you to do that? God's honest truth. I wrote the book um, as my own healing process. Every piece of that book was written in real time um, wow. from my life experience and, and time for me till almost exactly a year later. And I'm not one to push religion on anybody. I accept what anybody believes. Sure. But for me, there's a lot of, there's a lot of God moments in that book. There's a lot of things that were just poignantly put there. Um, and so for me, I really wrote the book as a cathartic way to of self-healing. I had to, it was like, you get to this point where you go through so much pain and struggle or just like epiphany where you're just grateful, but you're just mesmerized by what you're seeing in your life. And you wish that someone could understand it. So it was like to put it on paper was just very cathartic for me for the experience. And then as I got to the point, I just, I was going to release it because it, there were so many people that would come to me too. And they'd be like, they'd be struggling with so many things. So many people hurt. We, we all do. Yeah. And they'll reach out when they see a commonality. And you wish you could give them everything. And so the closest thing that I could do to give somebody all I have was to give them that book. So I was just, it, it, it was done writing when it was done being written. And yeah. it was pretty crazy. The events, the, the events that just happened and closed chapters. And I mean, it was unreal, the level of um, timing of things, logical events of everything. But I was open to growing through the whole thing. So it has the hardest things for me to have to publicly in there. There's stuff that, like I even say, professionally, we hurt. And, and we are all as smart as we may be on the outside. And at this point in our life, we are all a culmination of our life experiences. So we still have these handicaps, right? And so I didn't realize the handicaps I had had that led to me choosing the partners and the things in my life that I had that had become so toxic. And so it was really a year of me going through it. And on top of just going through what started with um, one event and led to divorce, et cetera, other things were thrown at me, literally spending six months, not knowing if I had a severe disease or cancer or something, you know, as I'm a brand new single mom and had just gone through divorce. Like, I mean, I just, I went through all kinds of stuff, but the whole time I knew, you know, that the big guy doesn't give us this for no reason. This is here for purpose. And I'm just, I'm just open to it. So it was a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and then it, you know, almost a year to the day of the first event, the doors were, were pretty much closed. And so that's why it's called my epic year, because it was just, it was a story that wrote itself. And it was almost like, I don't feel like I really wrote it. I feel like it was more just my job to share it with the world. Like it was given to me and yeah. the ability to put the words together and articulate that was, was my gift. And then was, I just put it there and wow. let it out in the world. And I don't keep any money from it. That's why I don't keep um, everything that all the profits that the book makes goes into my my uh, fund for philanthropy. So I take that and I, I like to find the kids that slip through the cracks. I like to go, you know, see who doesn't have a coat, who doesn't have somebody advocating for them, who's not going to finding them a Toys for Tots Christmas because the parents are not around or don't care or, or you know, whatever. So yeah. we like to do things like that. That's what that fund is for. So every single book that sells goes directly to, to that, not to me. Wow. So cool. That's awesome. Now, I noticed that you have something on your bucket list, or at least you finished something that's on my bucket list. You went and saw Tony Robbins in conference there. What was that experience like? Oh, man, that was the coolest. So 
So Tony's like my hero. And it, you yeah. see like this, this generational difference. It's like the, this, the millennial generation doesn't tend to hang on to him as much. And I'm kind of at the top of the millennial generation. I don't really consider myself a millennial. So, but my parents are huge fans of him. I okay. became a raving fan of his. Like, I just, I love his heart. I think he embodies everything cool. He's a great human. And so when I got into business and stuff, I, I looked into a bunch of his stuff and I said, I would love to do his business mastery training. It's a yeah. pretty big investment. Sure. And, at, and at the time I was like, who knows when this is going to happen? Well, when I went through my divorce and stuff, I, I intentionally chose not to take child support from my son's dad. I was just going to do it my, on my own. So I worked my butt off and I, we grew the academy. Over, we ended the year at 120% growth from year one. And most of that was done in the last half of the year. So it was a huge blessing. And there was some cash in there. I was like, I know that's what I'm doing with this. So a lot of other people would not have taken that amount of money and said, I'm going to Tony Robbins. Sure. That was like, there's no way I'm doing anything but going to Tony Robbins. <laughs> I'll make yeah. sure our bills are paid. And then I'm going to Tony. So I went to um, his business mastery training. It was a, a week. It was five days solid of just, they call it boot camp. And then it's like 14 hour days. I mean, you hardly eat. They keep the 45 degrees. I mean, it's super <laughs> cold. And you're, but it's so cool to break you down where you're like, you're up dancing, you know, and then you're, you're having to massage your neighbor. Like, I don't want to touch people I don't know, but he like he puts you in all these situations that are so uncomfortable that you just like get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but it was mind blowing. And do you know what was the coolest part about it is we were taught amazing information. We were taught like Harvard level accounting. We were taught just all this incredible stuff, the connections. I met the the CEO of CBS Florida. Um, wow. I mean, just all kinds of stuff like that. I mean, just coolest things. But the the most empowering thing of that experience for me was sitting in a room and working with people, multimillionaire business owners and billionaire business owners and all these people that were doing the same thing I was doing. They yeah. had stresses about their businesses. They had, you know, areas where they were needing to know how to grow and evolve or change. And, and I realized like they're no different from me and I'm no different than them. I walked away from that experience with a different identity and a mindset that that part was priceless to me. It's like, I was no different than them. I'm no different than those people. So I took that and I took that back to my coaches and you can ask them. That comes out of me all the time. They have to hear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Now, did you walk on the hot coals? Did they have that available for you? That's Leash the Power Within. So that's actually a much oh. less expensive event. And that's the next one on my bucket list. I okay. actually just went for the big guns. and Yeah, for sure. So, so UPW is probably 10 to 15,000 people and okay. uh, business mastery was about 2,500. So it's much more intimate and he, Tony's there through the majority of the whole thing. So I mean, he's in arm's reach of me. Like it was, it was cool. Very nice. You've got a gut health and your business live event here in Coeur d'Alene on November 12th, right? That is what we're aiming for right now. So yeah, location is to be determined, but okay. uh, we are, we're talking about that. So the last one I did was probably two years ago and we had an amazing turnout and it was when GU went to the final two, I think, okay. final four, I think they were at the final two and it was that Monday night and, I, and they were like a couple little old ladies show up. Do you want to cancel reschedule? I'm like, nah to see my speaking and stuff. I'd love to have a couple of these talk gut health with. This sounds like a great option. So I'm totally okay. prepared to talk gut health with a couple of little ladies. And I get in there and, and right before we start, all of a sudden droves of people. And the, and the topic was the mind-gut connection. So mental okay. health and, and gut. And droves of people start just coming through the door. Wow. And I'm like, I'll be damned. There's no way these people are for me. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I was not prepared for this. I was preparing for some old ladies and I got these tons of people coming through the door. They were all there. My, my class was packed um, and it was awesome. Engaged the whole time. Um, okay. It was a wonderful experience. And that was about 
you know, two years ago now. So I'm like, time, you know, I've coaches in over 10 different countries. I've just totally focused outside of local, but now it's, it's, it's time. Cool. Had some fun questions for you. If, if, uh, if that's right there. Yeah. So you made a post a little while back saying if you're, are you the only human being reading four books at the same time? What books are you reading right now? <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So I am reading uh, Parenting with Women Logic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm a single mother and <laughs> I got a lot of love, but it's not always logical on how to handle these two boys on my own. So it's been on the list for. I'm reading that one. Uh, I am reading uh, what other ones? There's a few now. I just okay. finished The One Thing, which was awesome. Can't yeah. remember the author of that, but that's. That's highly recommended. Yeah, I try and yeah. keep one of each genre usually, like a personal development, business work, strategy, health and wellness. At least, at least try and keep one of each category. But now I'm limiting myself to not having more than that so that you can switch when you're in a different mood. Like right before bed, I shouldn't read big business because <laughs> it'll get my brain going and I won't sleep. But, you know, I could read I could read more personal development or parenting, but health and wellness and I, I could go to sleep. So I have only three now and I won't let any more new ones until one is checked off the list. I'm like my kids with their toys. I'm like, you can't get any complete, put the rest away. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my kids are nine and six, same thing. Hey, don't be coming out here with those things unless yeah. this room's cleaned up, right? <laughs> I'm a music guy. What's your favorite type of music or do you have a favorite band that you listen to? Oh my gosh. I love so many different kinds of music and um, I like a more alternative. And I realized this was the first year that I really spent on my own in years oh, okay. and years and years of being everything. So I really, I was like, I really got to kind of see what I gravitated to. So Although I live everything, I've been, I mean, I used to jump in mosh pits when I was younger and I got in the country when I moved to Idaho. Okay. I, I mean, everything. I come from a musical family that sings and stuff. My, my, my boyfriend, he's actually a real estate agent around town, but he does a lot of singer songwriters. Like he actually plays guitar and sings. Oh, and, cool. uh, and so he'll do a lot of like Ed Sheeran and he'll play, he'll play at his open houses. And, like when he's showing houses and everything. So we'd actually do like family karaoke nights and there's a whole setup and we sing. So, but I would say the alternative like I love Lord Huron. I actually just went and saw them in Oregon at the Oregon Zoo, and it was it was such a good show. It was cool. It was so fun, and I have Florence and the Machine on my list because yeah. I think she's. But yeah, I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty eclectic. And then and then I'm that mom too that's like telling my kids not to use potty words, and then I'm you know I go to intense rap that there's <laughs> no way they're allowed to listen to <laughs> playing in my headphones. Like <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Last question for you. Morning routines are so important just to get that day off right. What's the morning routine for you to make sure that your day is successful? Well, my morning routine starts with my night routine. So because I, I you know, fly solo and run a business and have my kids, breakfast is easy. Clothes are laid out. Food is prepped, both lunch and breakfast for the next day. So nice. that in the morning when I, whether I'm working out that day or getting ready to go to work, I like to make my coffee. <laughs> okay, Mary. My first routine is water. I hydrate before I caffeinate because I try to give my kidneys a break. <laughs> so my Alexa goes off at like 5.30 in the morning. I okay. found some water and I make some coffee. And then I like to say, I like at least a half hour and I call it my, my time. It stands for uh, mindset and innovation. And that's just my time. I need that time to get my head right, to, yeah. to all listen to motivational like YouTubes or, or read something or books on tape or music that that's, you know, empowering to me. And I will kind of think and analyze. It's just my time that it's not, it's not as time blocked. Like once I get to work, everything I do is time blocked. Day is time blocked. Everything when I have my business is time blocked. I mean, it has to be that way in order for everything to function. So that like half hour of my morning 
sets the stage for a whole day. If I wake up and it's just a crap mood, which happens, I know that I'll go, I'll go and I'll find some inspiration stuff or whatever. I'll listen to Tony all the time. And I will literally turn my entire just 180 by doing yeah. that every single morning. And I just know I'm like, oh, it's in this, this, I'm in this place today. It looks like I'm gonna have to put a little effort in before I go. So I'll do that. That's, <laughs> but that's awesome. my morning every day. And it starts my day out so good. And yeah. sometimes I'll follow it up with a workout before I have to, to go to work. It just depends on the day. So good. Um, it's an honor to talk to you, Brittany. I wanted to give you an opportunity to, uh, the video's yours uh, for shout outs to thank you, family, friends, whoever uh, promote anything. It's all you right now. Well, as always, you know, I do a lot. Like I said, with, with gut health and I have an international training school. So I train certified health coaches and holistic gut health and mindset strategy. Um, we got some big things coming up in 2020. I can't say what those are yet, but on a local level, um, even a non-local level, those are going to be pretty big with business. That's going to be fun. But for any informa information on gut health or any of the school, um, that's hwcacoach.com. As far as the books, you can find on Amazon. They're in two different last names. So Buddha Belly, a mind, body, soul approach to health, starting with your gut um, is on Amazon and hashtag my epic year is the name. And that's the one you know, there were so many, I don't keep any of the money from, from that book. It all goes into my philanthropy fund. It all goes to local kids. It goes to, um, I really kind of investigate and I take my kids with me and my family and we figure out who's fallen through the cracks and who needs what. And it makes us really present in any of the giving that we do. Um, so every dollar from that book goes, goes into that fund. Um, so, but a lot of people contributed to that book, you know, like Emily, her story of, of losing her son tragically at nine years old. Um, wow. just a couple years ago, it goes in day day out because it's easy for us to sit back and say, you know, how I got through my year and I went through all this junk and now I, I wouldn't change any of it. I'm better for it, you know. But the loss of a child or um, Lori, who who contributes her story, she's has stage four cancer. She's already superseded what the doctors have given her by a couple of years. She gives her mindset on accepting the future and all that comes with it and and fighting not to just give in to their their. Uh, timelines and their things and and it's just all the people that were able to put into this book so that i could give more than just my story but i could i could share theirs and stuff and everybody who's bought the book and shared the book even or given it to anybody and promoted it just it's just one big ball of amazing giving and amazing energy so yeah there's so many people to thank for that everyone who's put into that awesome well Brittany, thank you again for your time today i really appreciate it it's an honor to get to talk to you and thank and you. uh yeah, you're doing awesome. You're a world changer. So I really appreciate you uh, doing what you're doing. Thank you. Uh, and I appreciate you having me on. It's been super fun. Hey, guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rated MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.